Knox Game Design. March 2022. Basic 3D Collision. Welcome everyone to Knox Game Design for March 2022. So this month I'm going to be talking about uh, Basic 3D Collision. So this is going to be kind of like a follow-up to last month. I did 2D Collision, so this is just going along the same path. Uh, this is just going to be simple 3D Collision. Uh, just going to be talking about cubes or what's referred to as rectangular solid. Te uh, technically a cube is of equal length height and depth so a rectangular solid is similar but you can have varying lengths width and, and depth uh, and also spheres so we're just going to be talking about rectangles rectangular solids colliding with other rectangular solids and spheres colliding with other spheres um, i'm not going to be talking about meshes or cylinders or capsules or anything like that so I'll probably refer to these as cubes. That's what it's referred to as in Game Maker, a cube and not a rectangular solid, but it's defined by a center point. There's multiple ways you can define these, but the way I know, at least in Unity does it, it's defined by a center point and then a width uh, and going in the X direction, a height in the Y direction, and depth in the Z direction. So. Uh, to get the right side of the cube, you just take the center X point, then add half of the width to get the right side. Then you subtract half the width to get the left side. And same for the height and the depth. So if you go back and listen to my talk from last month, when, when do two rectangles collide? Well, you can f find that out by uh, determining when they don't collide. So they don't collide when one is above, below to the left or to the right now it could be to the left and above or to the right and and above or right and below but as long as one of those conditions are met then you know it doesn't collide so to find out when they do collide you just take the knot of that and talked a little bit about de morgan's theorem so you can actually do uh, instead of knotting each of those you can do one knot and then do the ors of all those conditions so yeah, that's uh, that's we're going to kind of do the same thing. Uh, but first, I'll say we're assuming these rectangles rectangles aren't rotated. We're just talking about rectangles sitting flat on its bottom. They aren't rotated. There's probably a, I know there's a way to calculate that. I, I just haven't researched it. I know it does it in game engines by default, colliding two rectangles, but. I'm not going to get into that here. So yeah, just flat, non-rotated, rectangular solids, cubes. So when does it not collide? When it's either to the right, to the left, above or below, just like a rectangle. But also we're going to add uh, the depth in there. So we'll say if it's behind or in front of, uh, then, then add those two conditions for when it doesn't collide. And the way I think of it, I mean, there's... You can use like the right-hand rule, and you got different coordinate systems to determine whether Z goes into the screen, positive Z goes into the screen, or positive Z comes out of the screen. Um, I'm going to be using positive Z going into the screen. And the way I think of it is like a like a driving game, Rad Racer, Gran Turismo, whatever your favorite favorite driving game is. Then whenever you're going forward into the screen, then that's you're going in the positive direction. So that's kind of the way that I think of positive Z. 
So here's all the conditions. So we're going to use a rectangular solid, R1, and, and another one, R2. Uh, they'll have properties X, Y, and Z for the center point. And as I mentioned on the other side, they got a width, height, and a depth. So these are the conditions that determine whether it's to the right, to the left, above, below, in front of, or behind. I'm not going to read all that, but uh, basically you're just checking uh, the, the top bound and the lower bound of the two rectangular solids or to the left of one rectangular solid and the right of another one. Uh, if it's less than or greater than so So here's a couple of examples that I came up with um, And you can see there on the right right side. I actually implemented these in unity and took screenshots I'm not going to go over the unity code for that. It's not very interesting But I, I'll try to post that code up or at least the the demo as well But here's one example. We got a, the first cube the red cube is negative 8 X 4y, z negative 1, and it has a width of 7, a height of 5, and a depth of 9. Then you got a second cube, x is negative 10. And you can actually see the, the 3D coordinates right here. So the red arrow is x, the green arrow is y, and the blue arrow is z. So that's the coordinate system right there. So the second cube has a width of 5, a height of 10, and a uh, depth of three. So we run all those checks and we find out that uh, that they're all false. So that means that the cubes do collide. Look at the second example here. We've got cube one, position five, negative two, one, with a width seven, height seven, and a depth of four. And then you got a second cube, position negative seven, eight, eight, and a width of six, a height of one, and a depth of three. And you can see in this case, then it is to the right. The red one is, to, and you can see that in the picture here, the, the red cube is to the right of the blue cube. So that's a true. And also, it is below the blue cube. So that's also a true, and it's also behind. So that's also true. So since there are trues, that means they don't collide. So just like the 2D rectangle, we're just adding the depth into it as well. So the second thing I'm going to talk about is a sphere. So a sphere can be defined similar to a circle uh, by a center point, X, Y, and Z. So we're just adding the Z and also a radius of R. So very similar to a circle. And actually in some of these examples, I still use C just because I was used to using C uh for a circle uh, i didn't want to change it to an s or anything so when do spheres collide very similar to the circle it's when the distance between the two center points is less than the sum of two the the two radius values so so if the rate if, if the radiuses uh overlap each other then you know they do collide and how do you find out the distance between the two center points well this is something I actually learned uh, from doing this presentation, but find the distance between two points in 3D, very similar to the Pythagorean theorem. So in Pythagorean theorem, we had a squared plus b squared equals c squared, uh, which turns out to be the square root of a squared plus b squared, and a and b are basically x of the first uh, circle or point the difference between the x's and the first point and b is the difference between the y's 
the point. So we're just adding the Z in there. So you can, you can do the exact same thing. So it's almost like A squared plus B squared plus C squared equals D squared. Um, but they don't call it that. So we're basically just doing the differences between the X values plus, and that should be a superscript 2 that, that's squared, not times 2. I don't know why it didn't come out. Changed that earlier. It didn't come out. Uh, this presentation mode, <clears throat> but we're going to take the difference between the X, square that, plus the difference between the Y's, square that, difference between the Z's, square that, then take the square root of all that. That will give you the distance between the two center points of the two circles. So if that value is less than the sum of the two radius values, then you know they do collide. Otherwise, they don't collide. So here's two examples. Also, I did these in Unity. They so got a sphere. Uh, center point three five negative one with a radius of two. You got a second sphere. Uh, center point two five three with a radius of three. So you find the distance, which you call d here. The distance value. You plug in the values, um, subtracting the x and x values, the y values and z values. Square all those. Take square root. You get a distance of uh, four point one two, which is a square root of seventeen. Um, and actually, I have to the 0 0.5. So again, if you watched the last presentation, if you don't have a square root function in your game programming language or your game framework uh, or your game API, then you can always use power to the 0 0.5. That will give you the square root. And I'll go back and also mention again, like last month, that... Learning how to do the collisions this way, uh, you can implement this in any language. Now, most of the game engines out there, such as Unity and Unreal Engine and Gudo Engine, they have built-in, uh, as well as Game Maker, they have built-in collision detection functions. Not going to get into that. Uh, so we can see in this example, the distance between the two circles is 4.12. So the sum of the two radius values, so we got 2 plus 3 is 5. So since 4.12 is less than 5, that means the spheres do collide. Now we've got a second example here where we've got a sphere at position 5, negative 1, 2 with a radius of 2. Second sphere has a position of negative 7, 10, negative 4 with a radius of 7. So we uh, plug in the values. We get... Uh, 269 square root of 269 which is 16.40 so the sum of the two radius values is 2 plus 7 so since 16.40 is greater than 9 then the spheres don't collide that's all for the presentation slides but i was going to show uh, a quick little program that i wrote uh clear this I did this on Ruby just because Ruby's fast and I like Ruby, but if anybody out there wants to like do this example, re-implement this in um, JavaScript or whatever, be my guest. <laughs> so this is a little program that I wrote. Uh, Ruby Collision 3D. So basically right here, um, here's the usage. So this will determine if two spheres or two rectangular solids or two cubes collide. 
and just pass in those same values x y z and radius for a sphere and x y z width height and depth for a rectangle uh, so i actually got the examples already loaded here this was like the first one right here so you can see here it parses these from the command line uh, with XYZ values, with height and depth. And it will actually show you whether it's to the right, left, above, below, in front of, or behind. If those are all false, then I'll say collision detection, yes. So here's the second example. So it reads in the values, then it finds true that it is to the right, and it is below, and it is behind. So then I'll say collision detection, no. Here's a sphere example. And by the way, you do have to put it between double quotes. Otherwise, especially if, if you have spaces in here, I'll see it as um, different parameters. So it has to be one parameter. Uh, so here it reads in your two spheres, X, Y, Z, and radius values. And it calculates the distance between the two center points of the two spheres and then the sum of the radius values. And it determines since the distance is greater than sum and radius, then it does not collide. Then here's the other example. So it calculates the distance 4.12, sum of the radius is five, so it does, does collide since the distance is less than the sum of the radius <coughs> value. So here's a code up here. Like I said, it's in Ruby. So basically we have a sphere class, nothing special going on here, X, Y, Z, and a radius value, and a two-string method, 2S, so we can print it out. Then a cube class, X, Y, Z, width, height, and depth, and a two-string. Got a sphere collision detect check, which takes two sphere objects as parameters, so that's where we're calculating the distance right there, and we calculate the sum of the two radius values, we display the distance and the sum to your radius phase. Then it just does that simple check. If D is less than the sum of radius, print yes, it does collide. Otherwise, it doesn't collide. Here's the, the rectangular solid or cube collision check. It takes two rectangles. So here's going to go through and like check each right, left, above, below, in front, behind. Then it has this big... And so I didn't do De Morgan's here. So I do if not is right and not is left and not is above and not is below, not is in front and not behind, then print yes, it does collide. Otherwise, print no. So I could have did not, then one big paren is right or is left or is above or or or. So here we're just parsing the input from the command line, <clears throat> taking out the spaces there and then doing a regular expression to match if it is two spheres which it actually uses c just because i wanted to keep it similar to the last program that i wrote so it <clears throat> takes those two parameters and passes it to parse sphere that's kind of hard that's kind of a tongue twister there um that, that gets out the parse sphere gets the x y and z values out of there I also added a another parameter. Can't find it. Yeah, if it matches C, then if you just put Rand in there. So that's one other thing that I did. So you can uh, go here. If 
you have two circles or two spheres, you can just put rand in there and then it will randomly generate one of those or both of them. All right, they're X, but randomly gener generates those values and you see rand right there. Or you can put rand for both of them. That's going to generate two completely random. I think I just did X, X, Y, and Z from negative 10 to positive 10. Like if somebody wanted to, they could go in and uh, add an option to specify the random values and generates a random uh, radius from 1 to 10. I didn't want to do zero. That would just be a point. But, um, but yeah, so you get different values every time so you can play around with that generate different examples um, and also you can do <clears throat> two rectangles two rand rectangles so here's two randomly generated uh, i should have said rectangular solids <laughs> two rectangular solids and that, that'll calculate all those conditions here's one that's true so that means they don't collide like if you run this enough you should, yeah, you'll eventually find one where they're all false. They do collide right there. Um, so going back to the code, that's parse sphere. And parse cube is the same, using a regular expression, reading out those X, Y, Z with height and depth values. And also we have the optional rand right there. This is where we're generating the random cube. Otherwise, if it doesn't match a regular expression, then we print syntax error. Then display usage just displays how to use the thing. And uh, yeah, that's where you started up right there. Actually, I had this in here. I need to take this out because I was doing random a different way. I should just have <coughs> one part parse input and get another one. But yeah, that's basically it. So yeah, I was trying to keep this one pretty short. Um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, there is a lot more to 3D collision, such as rotations and other objects. I think like a capsule is basically just two spheres with a cylinder in between. So I didn't get into cylinders. I'd have to research to figure out how to do a cylinder, but it's probably not too difficult. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Going to be short and sweet. Um, I will say, I won't mess up this time, but let me go back to the... Knox game design website. I'm going to mention that we do have Ludumdare 40 or 50. Ludumdare 50 coming up. So we've been talking about that in the Knox game design Discord channel. Uh, should bring that up. Mention some of the things that people are working on. Um, yeah, Knox game design. So Blackjar released his game, Caverns of Evil on discord so check that out links on the discord channel um, try to post that on the website too <clears throat> but yeah a lot of people posting cool stuff on the show off channel like uh your locksmith army army released his labyrinth game as well on on steam but we did have some discussion about so Art Arctic's been working on animation, animating textures, different textures he's created. 
But going way back up, we did have a discussion about Ludum Dari 50. Uh, you can go to ldjam.com. So yeah, we actually have nine days. So we're planning on doing a kickoff. Uh, sounds like everybody's okay with getting together at Paranera Road again on North Peters Road. It is Lunadari 50. Um, that'll be April 1st uh, until April. I guess it's April 3rd for the uh, Compo 48 hour or Monday, April 4th for the 72 hour jam. I'll probably do the Compo as usual. Uh, theme suggestions are open. Uh, I'm not sure if voting is open yet or not. Yeah, and they're still in theme slaughter round right now. So, um, if you're interested in doing Lead Madari, yeah, just post in the Discord channel or come out and meet with us. Uh, plan on getting together probably 7 p.m. And theme announcement is 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So next month I anticipate just doing a uh, game show off type deal for Ludum Dare 50. So anyway, uh, that's going to wrap it up for March 2022. Appreciate everyone out there listening and watching.